This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Does a commitment even mean anything anymore? We're talking about the latest decommits from the transfer portal, along with who still is committed to this Gophers roster from the portal. And then finally, we have to talk about Koi Parrish. You are no locked happens, on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden out, Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. What is up, Gophers fans? We are here with Lockdown Golden Gophers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant, here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. And today we are talking about the portal additions for the Gophers, but also some latest decommitments because it feels like the committing isn't actually committing these days. So we're going to talk about what is going on with these decommitments, but we're also going to talk about what to be excited out about with the players that are committed, locked in, and ready to go. Now, we're going to jump into all that, but like I said, this is your daily Gophers content, so be sure to hit subscribe over on YouTube. Follow wherever you get the podcast at Lockdown Golden Gophers and leave a five-star review while you're there. And today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix. Go to prizepix.com slash lockdown and use Promo code LOCKDOWN for a first-time deposit match of up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Now let's talk about the newest additions first before we get to the decommitments. First off, new additions. We have two quarterbacks, two cornerbacks, and an edge rusher from the transfer portal coming from other Division I schools. Now we have known and talked about Max Brosmer, the quarterback who is coming this way from New Hampshire. He is going to most likely be the QB1, the starter for the Gophers moving forward. And tomorrow, we're going to dive in depth on could he fix the passing game? Could he be the answer to the Gophers' pass? problems. We're going to jump into that tomorrow, but he is the number one locked in committed prospect from this transfer portal class for the Gophers. And we feel good about that one. You also have cornerback Ethan Robinson. He is headed this way as well, locked in and ready to compete. A la Trayvon Jones from Elon the year before he's coming from Bucknell, ready to get it going. So we've got some cornerback depth and quarters, quarterback depth, I guess, coming through. Because like I said, not one, but two for each of those positions. So the first one, the latest commit that I do want to talk about is quarterback Logan Fife. We've talked about him here on the show from Fresno State. But just a quick recap, he has played the past few seasons at Fresno State. He has been the backup quarterback, but that he's been thrust into the starting position in the last two years. Now, in 2022, he had a 70% completion percentage, 120 attempts overall. So really good completion percentage, especially for a healthy amount of attempts as a backup thrust into the starter position. Now, he was the backup for Jake Hayner, future NFL draft pick 
for the or the New Orleans Saints. Now, he stepped in, had 892 pass yards, two touchdowns, but six interceptions. So a little bit sloppy with turning the ball over, but overall held his own, showed promise, and kept Fresno State in the games, got them some wins along the way as well. Then you go to 2023, last season. Uh, they had Michael Keene, I believe, was their quarterback. He got injured. And then, once again, Logan steps up and steps in. 57% completion on 91 attempts. So the completion percentage took a dip. Plain and simple. But he had 642 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. He took better care of the ball. He also had four rushing touchdowns across his two years when he was coming in and subbing in for those starters. So, overall, he is a quarterback who has done something very important that the Gophers needed in this uh, transfer portal class and that is stepping up and proving that you can hold it together through injuries so if something happens to qb1 and you have the depth to have someone who can step in and keep the boat rolling keep the winds coming and keep your team in the game and that is very important especially in this new big 10 that is big bad and Bigger, better than ever. So what you got to do is get a lot of depth, get guys who can handle the situation in case anything is thrown at them. Now, like I said, he's a quarterback who's proven through injuries or other factors that he can hold things together and find a way to win. So it brings more veteran presence to this quarterback room and playing experience from different perspectives. Both Brosmer and Logan will both have different perspectives, different uh, different. I guess, attributes that they bring to this quarterback room that can help the younger voices in the room. Your Drake Lindsay's, your Max Schickenjanskis, and whoever else is to come into this quarterback room moving forward, you are going to need that vast experience to help these guys learn on the fly because they're not going to be thrown in to the wild. They're not going to be uh, tossed into the into the sink or swim situation. They are going to have time to develop at least for one year and maybe even then compete for a starting job the year following. Now, like I said, it's great overall. He's going to come to compete, Logan Fife is, but he isn't coming to be the starter. That was pretty clear. Uh, he said that the Gophers coaching staff had talked to him, basically saying that Max would be taking the ones reps to start and that he could mix in with the ones and twos when it comes to reps beyond that. So he can get the experience. He can come in and compete. He can come in and push and give his best shot. But most likely, Max Brosmer is the number one quarterback on the depth chart heading into spring camp and moving forward. Now, it's not just him. We've got those three covered, but another quarterback. Cornerback is on his way, and Giante McMillan from TCU heavily, heavily involved in the special teams. And you know what? This Gophers team could use big contributors on the special team side to give them advantages. No matter what area of special teams it is, kickoff, kick return, punt, punt return, you name it, the Gophers can use more specialists that bring it to a more elite level. Every team could use it, but the Gophers especially because they need to find ways to take advantage in flipping the field or creating difference-making plays in the special teams unit. Now, McMillan is also a cornerback. He will be, I believe, a redshirt junior next year with two years of eligibility left, I believe. Don't 100% lock that in and quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure that is the case now in the past two seasons. 
He's had 15 tackles and two pass breakups. So he has got a little bit of field time, but like I said, a massive extensive amount of special teams work as well. Now, I believe he will be a player that has to come and truly earn the job because or any opportunities inner snaps he's going to get on the defensive side of the ball because I don't expect him to just be given a starting opportunity. I think that uh, your Ethan Robinson might have a a step ahead of the game when it comes to trying to step in as a starter. Still going to have to be earned, but he is one that has proven it and been a first-team type player and is looking to show he can continue to do that on a power five team. But uh, when it comes to McMillan, it's still learning more. It's still getting that on the field experience and proving that you can be a very capable player in that sense. Now, I'm not saying he can't be, but what I'm saying is he's not going to just come in and get reps ahead of guys like Tariq Watson, Zaquan Bryan, Tyler Bride, who have been in the program, been working with Coach Monroe and getting more and more, uh, more and more steeped into the program as far as understanding what they're looking for and ready to continue to elevate it and take it to the next level and be ready to compete for a starting position. Those three players I think are going to make a case to start. And I think that McMillan is going to have to do a lot to continue to try to push himself into those defensive snaps. In fact, I think those players will give him a run for his money when it comes to snaps on the field. But as they always say, iron sharpens iron, and hopefully it helps the entire room be the best version of themselves and be able to improve on a pass defense that struggled last season. Now, like I said, there's still other offers out there, and Minnesota has shown to have a number of offers out to wide receivers in this transfer portal session, though they haven't brought any in. And that's not completely surprising because when you don't pass the ball a whole ton and you haven't proven to, even if you had the assets and the weapons last year to do it, you didn't come out here and throw the ball more often. You didn't crack the top 100 for pass attempts, which you haven't done a single time under coach PJ Fleck. So what needs to happen before you're going to start to get some of these considerations for the higher up quality wide receivers in the transfer portal is you are going to have to prove you can pass the ball. Now, luckily you still have a higher up proven quality transfer receiver in Elijah Spencer, who you didn't use a whole lot of last season. So hopefully he can step up to answer the call and get some more opportunities. Daniel Jackson is back and that's going to be a big one, but the Gophers did offer Tyrell Henry. He ended up with Wisconsin. They offered Will Shippard from uh, Vanderbilt. He ended up with Colorado and Abdur Rahman Yassin from Purdue is visiting Vandy as well. So a lot of those receivers probably going elsewhere. There's still a number of offers out there like Jamal Banks from Wake Forest, uh, Max from Louisiana Tech and a couple others. So the Gophers could still pull a wide receiver or one or two names from this portal sessions before it's all said and done. And I would not be surprised to see them try to get another defensive tackle because One of the latest commits from the transfer portal ended up decommitting. There's two of them that actually pulled their name from it. So the Gophers will have to try to address those positions once again. Who are the players and why did they leave? We're jumping into that coming up next. First, I got to talk to you about our friends over at eBay Motors because eBay Motors has you covered and they have you covered correctly. Passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy and keeps your ride or die alive. And eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Whether you're into speed, 
power or style, eBay Motors has you covered from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, and so much more. And it's almost wintertime, folks. I'm surprised we don't have snow on the ground, but it's only a matter of time. And if you need to prep your vehicle for the winter, you can find those parts over at eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts for your ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit every time or your money back because with eBay Motors, you are burning rubber, not cash. So with all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home the dub. Keep your ride or die at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, and the eBay guaranteed fit is for U.S. customers only. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Gophers fans, let's dive into it. Whoops, I'm over here smacking my mic, just getting super excited to jump in. But there are players who committed to the Gophers. They were locked in, ready to go, ready to row. And all of a sudden, they were like, never mind, I'm going elsewhere. I'm going back. Like, Whatever is happening, there has been some weird commitment issues when it comes to players, both on the high school side and even on the transfer portal side. And I think it comes from players not really looking at what the system fit is itself, but what's the biggest name school to offer me? Or where can I get the most money? And that isn't going to help you in the long run. Plain and simple. I don't care if you are an all-talented player. If you don't find the right system fit to maximize your skill set, you're doing yourself a disservice for your long term. Whether you want to get to the NFL, whether you want to play in one of these other leagues, the XFL, uh, the USFL, or anything else, if you want to have a shot at playing football professionally or getting into the coaching profession, depending on what you're looking for, you need to do what best fits you for system fit because that's how you're going to find opportunity on the field that's how you're going to find opportunity to produce and that is why I think we're finding a lot of commitment issues out there when it comes to transfers decommitting and high school students decommitting it's because they care more about the helmet and what people say about it from the outside noise oh USC it's LA it's the flash it's the glam USC is in uh, uproar right now when it comes to having consistency. Yes, they had Caleb Williams. Lincoln Riley has proven to work with quarterbacks, and now they just lost a five-star guy. And now they're after a transfer quarterback. And all of a sudden, their defense has been terrible these last few years. It's all over the map, but people know USC from its historied tradition. But that doesn't mean it's going to be the best fit for every player. So that's what I think the commitment issues with these young players, these young kids, even the ones that have experienced it all, they're not looking always for the right reasons to make a commitment. Now, Jordan Gerard and Trent Howland, both of those players were committed to the Gophers, both no longer going to come here and row the boat. Jordan Gerard is a player, defensive tackle. He comes from Florida International University. 
He was committed to the Minnesota Gophers, and all of a sudden he's flipping to the Louisville Cardinals. Jeff Brom has done it again. That being said, Minnesota could really use an experienced defensive tackle on the interior to pair with a Devin Eastern, especially with Kyler Bakon. So it was a very intriguing addition for Minnesota to be able to have that interior presence, and they're going to have to keep searching as Gerard is going to change his pledge to the Louisville Cardinals. Now, I think it is interesting if you want to read into the granular bits that don't always actually mean something. It's interesting that he also retweeted the decision for Trent Howland, who decided to go back to Indiana instead of committing to the Minnesota Gophers. Now, why is that interesting? Because it's not like those two had a relationship and they were friends prior to that. They were two guys who came in here at different times, ended up visiting, decided, you know what, I'm going to commit to Minnesota out of the portal. And then all of a sudden, both of them changed their mind. And now all of a sudden, he's retweeting in support of that decision. So was it something that happened at Minnesota? Could there have been something strange in the works behind that? Or is it just reading in the things that aren't there? I, I think it's interesting, but there's not a whole, a whole lot to take from that interaction. Now, like I said, he was a very productive interior presence with FIU, 72 tackles, five sacks in the last two seasons. So we got to find somebody on the interior that can get it done and look to be an impact player to create that internal pressure that we saw at the beginning of the season, but had some struggles as the year went on. We need some more interior defensive play and the Gophers will probably have to address that in the portal once again. Now, running back is another one having depth. We we have Darius Taylor, we have Jordan Newbin, we have the lead backs of this room, in my opinion, but you still need some complementary backs that bring different facets. Now, Trent Holland was a big, uh, Howland was a big running back, about 240 pounds, six foot two, six foot three, big dude, bruising back. So overall, he was the right fit to pair with a patient run runners like uh, Newbin and like Darius Taylor. And so that would have been a nice compliment, a nice way to have somebody who can fight for those third and shorts or maybe on the goal lines to take some bruising and whatnot. But that's not the case anymore because he's decided to stay with Indiana. Now, he had a strange tweet on his decision to return to Indiana saying my decision to continue my career as a Hoosier had nothing to do with NIL. So we can't speculate money on that one, but he said there were personal issues that led to my commitment to Minnesota and that will not be discussed on social media. Now I wasn't really exactly sure how to take that one. If it meant that the situation with Minnesota uh, or if it meant that he was saying the situation that initially pushed him away from Indiana to move to Minnesota was something, and then all of a sudden that had been addressed and he wanted to go back to where he has spent his time previously. Now, regardless, it could be the new coaching, maybe the new coaching hire inspired him to return, or maybe there aren't they aren't bringing in others at his position where he thought they would have. I don't know what's going on there, but regardless, Trent Howland is staying with the Indiana Hoosiers and regardless his build, his play style would have been nice to this room. So can the Gophers find another running back of that ilk or will they turn and look for another speedster type back that didn't really work for us last season, but it is something that the Gophers room really doesn't have uh, outside of unproven true freshmen coming in. So we'll see how they address these two departments but overall, two gophers decommitted. They were here for a week. My favorite memories of those gophers, probably them saying they committed because that's the only memories we have. But regardless, best of luck to them both. And now our eyes shift towards Wednesday. 
Now, what's Wednesday? Wednesday is early signing day for the National Letter of Intents, and there is one name at the top of Gophers fans' lists, and that is Koi Parrish. Some information came out today. We can't take it for 100% fact, but it was positive. Could Koi Parrish be staying with the Minnesota Golden Gophers? We're diving into that coming up next. All right, Gophers fans, we're locking it in. Like I said, national uh, early signing day is this Wednesday. So we're going to have a bunch of Gophers from this class basically signing on the dotted line and officially making their decisions known. And those who want to come and join in the early enrollee sessions would have to sign on this signing day to be able to participate in that, if I recall correctly. There's another official signing day in February. I believe it's February 7th. And so at that point, there could have maybe a handful more recruits signing on that day. Usually that's more Division II based or some of the last ones coming through. But a lot of the signings happen on the early signing day, which is officially December 20th. And Koi Parrish said he will be making his decision on that December 20th day. Now, it's a little bit weird, kind of weird, but it could maybe be a good thing that he hasn't officially decommitted from the Gophers, and he said he's going to make his decision on December the 20th. So he's still technically verbally committed, though that could change at any point until he signs on the dotted line, but he hasn't decommitted, which others have done and went on to make different decisions already prior to said signing day. But it seems like uh, apparently there's some sources out there for 247 that said that they believe he's not going to go to Ohio State. He's not going to go to Florida State. He's going to stay committed to Minnesota. Now, that wasn't the idea a week or two ago after he had immediately taken his visits. He had even got crystal balled to Ohio State at one point. But now all of a sudden, some 247 sources are saying they think he'll stay with the Golden Gophers, and that would be a very, very welcome thing for Minnesota Gophers fans, being the best player in the state and being able to keep him home. We've missed out on some of those in the past. I think of Jackson Howard last year and others prior to him, but maybe this is the time it changes. Esco Minnesota's very own ready to step into that safety room that is produced at the NFL level, and I think the biggest selling point for Minnesota, like I said, is that he can come in and play from jump. Day one, he can get it going. He could be possibly a starter, and he could be the guy to help continue to encourage other Minnesotans to stay home. Because if he comes in and he balls out right away, and you've got Greg Johnson who came in as a true freshman, and then you've got some of these younger guys from Minnesota that are coming in and developing, but you also have other younger players from other states coming in and thriving early, that's only going to help the Gophers in the long term because they build that experience, but then they also have other young talents building in the wings. So I think this could be a very promising class. There are some names that I love in this class. Now we lost one name that I did think was going to be one of our better players in Brady Pretzlaff. But outside of that, we've maintained a lot of those impact players that I think could be real deal for the Gophers. And that is your Riley Sunrum. That is your Brett Carroll. That is your Nathan Roy. I think those guys have high, tremendous upside 
They seem very intellectual, especially uh, if we talked with Brett Carroll on the show, big fan of his, big fan of his. And I think he could be a player that makes a big impact. Maybe it's not true freshman year, but maybe it is. He's a center. We need some center play with Nathan Bogan, and maybe he can get in there and compete right away like a Greg Johnson. Maybe he can get in there and make some noise, and all of a sudden you're starting a huge foundational building block piece and like i said the intellect and i i loved my chat with him on this show so definitely be sure to check that out i'll even link it at the end of the show if you're curious by that one but i think minnesota is in a good spot overall with its 2024 class but the thing that could hold the glue all together and make this class very impressive is koi perich the absolute freak of an athlete who could really put a stamp on this class and really help the Gophers step up on the defensive front next season from the get-go. So we'll find out this Wednesday. We'll find out firsthand, and hopefully you are out there celebrating. And when National Signing Day happens on this Wednesday, go out and show love to each and every one of those Gophers, every single one of them. Jump on their comments, jump on their posts, and show the love, show the gratitude, show the appreciation to watch them come and suit up for the maroon and gold because it makes a difference, even in the smallest way. That's going to do it for us on today's show of Locked on Golden Gophers. Uh, what my gut is telling me with Koi Parrish, I think – he stays. I think the only other school that maybe could flip him is Ohio State, but I think he's staying. I think he's going to do this thing. We'll find out. Hopefully, it's cautiously optimistic for me right now, but hopefully it doesn't end up in heartbreak. Now, tomorrow's show, we're going to talk about Max Pro Brosmer. Like I said, can he fix the passing game for Minnesota? On top of that, the Gophers' biggest bonus of the 2024 season i'm going to tell you what the biggest thing going for the gophers is next year and then we got to talk about the hoops doubleheader happening this week all that and more on tomorrow's show i'll see you then row the boat sky go gophers and as always don't forget to subscribe <laughs>